Hey, Eric, I want to buy a, a recreational cabin property. Uh, I just want recreational land. They're not the same thing. And that's, that's what, what we're, we're talking, talking about. about. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. So the interesting thing that is between land and cabin property is there are different loan types entirely. If you're doing land that will have nothing on it, you're going to get a land loan. It's a different product. So, agri- or sorry, uh, recreational land is going to be different than, say, a lot here in the city? Actually, a lot in the city, if you're not going to put a home on it, it would be the same type of loan as recreational land. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Tyler Kisser, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. And tonight, we're talking about the difference, not the sameness, between cabin property and recreational property. So, recreational land yes, and recreational cabin. There's all, all that different stuff. Right. Let's break this down again real quick. What is the definition of cabin property? Because I- a place I, you like, can build a cabin. But, well, so here, here's the thing. with a cabin, because if it doesn't a cabin, it's recreational. So, oh, that's a good point. I have, peop- I have friends that have said a cabin is not even a secondary home. It is a vacation spot that you can access most of the year, whether it's by dirt roads or snowmobile or something. I also have other friends that say, no, a cabin is just a home in the woods or in the desert. Like there's, and they just call them cabins. And the reason why I kind of want to talk a little bit, those are two different things because those I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, are can be two different homes or two different loans. Right, right. One is I can access year-round, no problem, live in. Right, that's Another just Another one, I can't. Right, and the other thing is insurance goes up because year-round access is a thing. Is that that's how they kind of categorize it? Mm-hmm. So if I can get a fire truck up there all the way around, my risk as an investor is lower. Now you can insure anything, but it's a little bit harder to insure a property that you can't save if something happens to it, right? Okay. So you can do loans on both of them, conventional financing on either one, but it's a little bit more tricky to do it if you don't have year-round access. Okay. So And that's year-round access by a fire truck. If like, I have year-round See, access, that, I snowshoe in. Ex- right there. Like, I know <laughs> so of several... paved road that is plowed. Well, not paved. It just so has to, to be able to get to it. That is, that you have because, to like, I know there yeah. are a bunch of, not far from here, down in Fairview, very famous spot for good cabin properties with cabin homes. Uh, some people live there year-round. I know a few, even in the snow, they live there year-round, and they're mm-hmm. advertised year-round access because it is year-round access. Mm-hmm. But the gates to majority of the land is shut once snow starts. You cannot get a vehicle, well, you cannot get a vehicle without tracks on it. <laughs> That's the rule. The it, in the HOA, it says no wheeled vehicles period oh, wow. no no four wheelers hmm. unless it has a track because they don't want to rut the roads big ruts in the snow which makes sense and those roads are super nice but that now comes into a huge thing so it's one of those and put Jason on the spot here are you going to go check because the HOA says it's year round access 
The appraiser will check. Should check. Yeah. Well, Might not. That's true. <laughs> He's yeah. That's one of the things you're supposed to do. That's that's always interesting because when someone says this must go this certain loan type, this can't go this certain loan type. So get a loan on a summer property that's closing the gates in the summer <laughs> when the appraiser can drive there easily. Yeah, it's not closing the gates. So that's cabin property. That's cabin property. And it all right. depends on who's defining it, right? Yep. So what's recreational land? Ooh. It's a place where you can go and recreate. It doesn't have to be flat. It can be hilly. It can be... Cabin property can be hilly. Cabins can be hilly. Right. Well, so there's That's no true. residence on it, mm-hmm. right? And it's not agricultural, right? You're yes. not going to develop it. Recreational land is different to lend on than cabin property because there's no residence on it. Um, well, and some of the stuff you... Like there's recreational property that says you actually can't build cabins on. Like you can't even have a structure on yeah, it. You can't develop it yeah. at all. I've seen like I've seen that where it says in there no no permanent structures can be built on this land. Or yes, it can, but it has no power, no water, no gas. I've got a buddy who's got a Nothing. yurt on property that you can't build permanent structures on, so he built it on a semi trailer, and a yurt once or not twice a year though. he moves it. Wow, he must have a strict HOA. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's not it's not perfect because it's mobile. Well, anyway, wow. I, I mean the big – because I run into a lot of people that like – especially here in Utah where we have mountains and stuff that are very close to get away from the city. I mean within 40 minutes, yeah. there's a lot of cabins around yeah. Salt Lake, Utah County. And yeah. good ones, both ones that are um, affordable and ones that are crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing, the difference between land and cabin property is there are different loan types entirely. If you're doing land that will have nothing on it, you're going to get a land loan. Requires typically 20, 30% down, and it's not going to be your standard Freddie, Fannie, Ginny, FHA, USDA. It's a different product. So agri- or sorry, uh, recreational land is going to be different than, say, a lot here in the city? Absolutely. Absolutely. So even a, actually a lot in the city, if you're not going to put a home on it, it would be the same type of loan as recreational land. Now, what happens if I say I am going to put a home on it? What How questions soon? Do you, that's the one I wanted to get to. And then it becomes a construction Because loan. even, even exactly. recreation property, yeah, I'm going to put a cabin on it. Well, when are yeah. you doing that? Yeah. Oh, in by about three or four years. Yeah. And it's common for construction loans to be a nine-month loan with a three-month extension. That's kind of like at right. a year, everybody wants that closed out. So if you're if you're not planning to build a permanent structure on the property within the next twelve months, you're pretty well. If you need a loan, that has to be a landlord. Or do a cash out refi on your primary residence, because you're most likely going to get a cheaper rate and better terms on a real property loan, one with a house. That's a very clever tip. So on a recreation land or just you know a lot loan, what are your kind of standard terms? Like, are there standard terms? Like percentage down 20 or 30 percent down is kind of the norm okay are you typically quite a bit higher on interest rates a little bit just a little bit on those like like half a point or a point i don't do them i refer every single one of them out i don't do land loans so people like hey i want to do this and then i say this is who you want to talk to and then they say hey would you do it i don't don't want to put that much down and i say no 
<laughs> I need a house. I lend on houses. Your masters that's, say no. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they don't. That's that's the niche that they're typically, not in. Typically, you don't have people in the same space. Like you don't typically have people making loans on homes and loans on land. They're typically specialized. Right. Well, you, and even I've, at the credit union, you'll have the house places and the land people. Yeah. Well, and one big thing just to bring up too, with that, like if you're planning on buying some of this, you know, you should talk to us because I know a lot of recreational land is done seller finance because yeah. that they know that it's going to be very hard to get a loan on that. Here's the interesting thing, because you would think, and I thought when I came to the industry, why in the world is a loan for land harder to get? You can't burn it down. I mean, if there's an earthquake, a flood, whatever, the land is still there. <laughs> Except for I was living in Washington for a little while, and the river changed, and the guy's land all disappeared into the river. That was that was freaky. Anyway, but you know, it's always there. But the thing is, is land values fluctuate much more drastically without a structure than, than they do with a home. And the other thing is, if you're going to let something go, are you going to keep your home or the land that has nothing on it, yeah. miles away from your house? So it's a riskier investment for an investor. And it makes sense when it, that gets explained to you that way. Yeah. Because I was the same way. Why? It should be cheap. The other thing is how long does land sit on the market? A lot longer. So a it's harder to move. longer. Yeah. Bigger costs if you're foreclosing on it. And something else to think about. Uh, a lot of people think about the loan before they go out and look at something like that if they need to get a loan. Um, but the very first time I ever went out to go um, preview or tour land I went in a car Th that was a terrible idea I barely made it to the land that I was supposed <laughs> to be showing mm -hmm. and uh, the other guy that was coming out had a much more rugged and durable vehicle that made it out there just fine um, I happened to know somebody who recently made a large purchase that has some really big deals <laughs> um, for <clears throat> those tours on recreational land and property. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm gonna, what he has to say for his accountant's purpose. No, for real. Because I, I did the same thing. I took a, a truck to go look at some land that was on a tax sale and I literally couldn't get to the land. I ended up walking about a mile because I couldn't get there. Yeah. And I, I was like, I really wanted to see this lot because I was thinking about purchasing it. And I couldn't get there. And I was like, you know what? I want. I bet most people aren't going to go this far. And so I got up there, and I ended up not wanting the land. Well, actually, I did want land, but then I watched it on the tax auction. And I think people were looking at the wrong lot because it went for way more than it should have. <laughs> but, yes, that is a true point because we have some land for sale down uh, near Capitol Reef in the Henry Mountains. And I have had some phone calls of hey, we tried to go find that listing and we stopped about 30 miles from your GPS coordinates. How do you get there? And we went, what were you driving? And they said a Subaru. And we went, yeah. in the listing it says off-road. Subaru is not off-road. They think they are. That's a discussion for okay. another day. <laughs> and I'm going to make some people irritated at this. Okay, Just because you drive on dirt roads does not mean off-road. It's fighting words. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Three what did we learn? Don't well, drive a Subaru. <laughs> my key takeaway is that you know, take a look at your real estate agent when you go take a look at these land properties. If there's not a little mud on the hood, um, you probably uh, might want to keep looking. They're different products. Well, if you've got a house on it or you don't have a house on it, be aware of what you want and look for that specifically. 
The same rules apply for recreation as it does for your other homes. Talk to your lender first, figure out which loans you can actually qualify for. If you're thinking you're getting a 5% down recreational loan and you go spend hours and months looking for recreational property, it's not gonna happen. So true story, Eric has been trying to get recreational property for a while now. If you would like to contribute to his fund for a down payment of 30% or more on his recreational property, let us know. Like, comment, subscribe. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something, or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. So on with the show. But they don't drop the F-bomb, right? No. But everything else? But it's... No, Charles Dickens was a famous F-bomb. Right? But it was very... But in, like, per the movie, but it was Not very... a Christmas carol. A Christmas story. <laughs> and, uh... It was just... It was awesome. What? It's, it's not real. I'm sure it is real. But. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah <laughs> Are they not the same? No, they're not the same. Why? That's what we're talking about. Wait, are we? You're just gonna have to splice you, that. <laughs> that was perfect. Hey Eric, I want to buy a cabin property. What about some? <laughs> well, isn't those the same thing? Why? No. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Okay, it needs to be tighter than that. Yeah. Yeah. Camera. I like that. I got my bandage finger. Wait, what am I saying? I didn't say it with you. You didn't. You didn't. It's all right. Was I supposed to? You don't have to. I thought, I thought you were going to. I mean, well, you said well, you were. No, we don't. Right. We got to redo it. Okay, redo it. They're not the same thing. And that's, that's what, what we're talking, talking about. about. Today. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. We never that's said today. That's what we're today. talking about. Eric, I want to buy you a cabin. <laughs> 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 that's beautiful. Yay! Good. Okay. Don't we usually say today? No. No. Okay. So, recreational land, <laughs> recreational <laughs> we cabin. We have to start, dude. You, you got a hickey or you have an allergic reaction? Probably irritated Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't seem applicable I, until just, just now. I thought it was your favorite. And it said, it was just hilarious. It's this lady, she's on there and she's like, I didn't realize it, but I was in a lesbian relationship once people ask me like why didn't you realize it when I first met him he was driving a truck but it, it was borrowed he actually drove a Subaru <laughs> <laughs> and so she her contention was that she was tricked into a lesbian relationship do you drive a Subaru do you know someone who does like 
comment, share. Because according to Tyler, you're not a lesbian really. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. Okay, let's leave it.